Let's Define Win, a podcast for everyday horse enthusiasts to laugh, commiserate, and learn that life is all about how you define wins. All right, guys, we are back bringing you episode seven titled, I Am Immune to Embarrassment. So we will get into that. We'll get a little bit of a recap of our the end of the end of our Pinot World show. Um, we will talk about embarrassment and all the times that we have felt it. We'll talk about win pictures. We'll talk about when is the prime time to get run away with. <laughs> and then we'll wrap it up with uh, some other funny stuff that you'll have to stay tuned to the end to listen to. I think so. Coming off of pin on world and you know even just coming off of our entire show our entire show season in general I think something that we can both really relate to you know this year and previous years and you know from just when we've started showing and honestly probably life in general too is (laughs) embarrassment it really rang true at Tulsa there was a couple prime examples for myself that I went wow this is pretty embarrassing but do you do you think that that's a reasonable statement yeah, I I definitely do. You know, I think the theme of my week was too many beans. And I just felt like super discouraged the whole week, super let down. And when you get down to it, just like, quite frankly, super embarrassed. You know, I went down there fully expecting to do great things, fully expecting to kick all sorts of ass in all of our classes, and really just feeling like we deserved it. And like we were going to be rewarded. Like, you know, you worked so hard this whole year and there's like, there's nothing to be done but to be rewarded for it. And so I was like fully expecting that. And then for that not to have happened and for me to have been like so vocal about like being so ready, being so committed, being so like deserving It was so embarrassing, you know, to go down there and just get told no again and again and again and again. I'd say there's like a buildup of embarrassment, right? You know, whether that's the -hmm. show just isn't going the way you see it repeatedly over and over. You know, everyone else is doing really well except for you. And I think then there's also like a quick embarrassment, right? Where it's like maybe like five, ten minutes, you're in the arena, you're the only one left, not called on anyone's cards. or you get run off with in a class or a pattern. And, you know, some of those I think are easier to accept than others. But I think depending on what it is and how it is and what you've built that up to be can create a very different outcome for how you handle your embarrassment. Yeah, no, I wholeheartedly agree with that. You know, there's a difference between your horse like completely flipping you off and being like nah not gonna pivot today and just like completely embarrassing you during like that five minutes that you're in the arena for that pattern the longer term embarrassment is when you are done and you're driving home and you're like oh my gosh like I didn't meet any of the goals that I set out to accomplish at this show or like I didn't even get close to achieving what I had worked all year for. Do you have any like good ways that you handle embarrassment or do you have any stories and like how you have turned that around and like handled that embarrassment? Uh, yeah, so I, the way I handle embarrassment is not well. Um, so I guess this is somewhat healthy. Like I'll go and 
try to decompress and try to pick out the pieces that went wrong. So that way, moving forward, I know not to make that mistake again, or I know that like, okay, if this starts to happen, this, like, I need to start correcting it sooner rather than just hoping it will stop happening on its own type thing. First class of the entire show, like literally first class, the showmanship. And I was super excited to show the showmanship because Toby, again, as I've been telling people all year, has gotten so broken and he's so good and he tries so hard to be good for me. Literally first maneuver, you walk a straight line, like could not be any simpler. And he trotted and like during our walk off. And it wasn't like a little trot. It was like four steps. It was pretty noticeable. At that moment, like you're standing there in the pen and you're like, oh my gosh, like I just failed like the first maneuver. Like how do you come back from that? I cued him wrong. It was my fault. So, you know, I'm embarrassed, you know, like all the work we've put in. What about you? How do you handle <laughs> embarrassment? I, I think I have like a rather like comedic and sarcastic and mm-hmm. painful type of humor I would say to some people and so like for me it's just easiest for me to straight up own it my general life philosophy is like be your biggest critic no one else can like out critique you if something like ever embarrassing happens I just go well I just so everyone knows I found that really embarrassing (laughs) like if you guys found embarrassing awesome me too or you know if something doesn't go as planned I'll go well you know it's uh good thing we spent all it's a good thing we didn't spend all summer on that when in fact we did Mm -hmm. um so just like giving it like a sense of humor to like play it off and like have everyone understand that like I found that actually kind of embarrassing but you know I think putting that like vulnerability out there Mm -hmm. almost makes it less embarrassing at least that's how I take it is like having everyone understand that I found that embarrassing and not trying to hide it I think trying to hide that I wasn't satisfied with that makes it embarrassing, but by admitting to everyone else that I was not happy with how I did in that Mm -hmm. makes it less embarrassing for me, and that makes it, like, easier and more open for me to handle it going forward. Oh, I I like that. You know, like, I get very closed off and very, you know, I want to, like, push people away because, like, I don't want them to comfort me and, like, tell them I did good when I didn't you know, type thing. So if someone comes up and they're like, hey, you had a good pattern, you know, I'll just snap at them and be like, no, I didn't, or, you know, whatever. And I know I do that. So, like, that's why I try to go away and be by myself so I don't. Yeah. Um, Well, and I think it also, it makes it easier for me to get over it because then I'm not, like, thinking about it. And I hate thinking about things that are, like, embarrassing because it just, like, (laughs) eats inside at me. And I'm like, I can't let my face be seen. Yeah. Stuff like that. And I think just, like, getting over that type of stuff as soon as possible is really helpful for me. But, yeah, I think, you know, I think what it is kind of is, like, if we want to draw the analogy of, like, say, like, you're with your friends and family or something. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, like, out there singing, dancing, you know, showing embarrassing photos of you, all that type of stuff. Like, after a while, you're, like, you know what? You people have, like, embarrassed me in every single possible fashion. So, you no longer embarrass me. And I'd like to think that one day, like, I can get to that point when it comes to horse showing. (laughs) Ah, you know, not getting my name called isn't a big deal. I'm actually pretty used to it by now. So, here we are. You know, one of the things is, like, your level of confidence can allow you to not be embarrassed, right? If you're, like, confident enough and, like, own what you do, then it's going to be really hard to embarrass you. And I think that's super powerful, too, whether that's in horse showing or just in the real world, too. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I think you need to have, like, 
be so confident in yourself and be so okay with yourself and your own abilities that it really doesn't matter what anyone else has to say or do, you know? I was fully prepared to split my showmanship pants and continue (laughs) my run anyways down there. Like, I don't, I was just prepared to go in there with that mindset. And I think something else too is like, there's definitely been points where I've seen like really important people that's relative but like do embarrassing things and I was like oh my gosh I would be so embarrassed by that and they're just like happens to all of us and I was like you know that's a really good point is like embarrassing things that you might consider embarrassing happen to everyone you know I think it brings up two points like anyone can get embarrassed but then also like embarrassment is like a perspective right yeah you know I think it's really easy to look at the person who won the class and say like, oh, well, I bet they've never been embarrassed, or I bet they've always had a nice horse. I bet they've always had a finished horse, you know, whatever. And I bet you nine times out of ten, if you talk to them, they have at least a story about a time, you know, they got humbled in the class, or, you know, like they had something totally wrong happen to them in their pattern, or whatever. You know, like everyone has bad days everyone has bad runs everyone has their horse completely come undone in the pen and i think it's how you face those situations that sets you apart and like helps you grow you know you you can't just be defeated like take that negative feedback in your mind and just take that to be as it is you know like i think it's really important to say okay that didn't work let's learn from it let's use this as something that's going to spur our growth or like push us to that next level, you know, cause I don't, I don't want to feel like this again. So let's l- figure out what we need to do so we don't have to feel like this again. <laughs> I'm very motivated by embarrassment is what I learned. <laughs> yeah, me too. There was, I know there was one point and I think I've told you this on our showmanship go, I was like, there were 20 horses in there. Right. And like they call off the top 10. So, you know, you'd think that there'd be a couple horses left back on the wall. Mm-hmm. there was only one and that one was me and like people like I stood next to like the reserve and like world champion or whatever and as oh, they I just kept that. moving forward I was just back there and I'm like you guys did look really good <laughs> like it's just me like back on the wall like yeah you guys you guys really looked the part if you need me you look great from back here <laughs> you're just back there cheering for them no I I'm back here you know I'm this banner looks like it's gonna fall down so I'm just yeah. keeping these you know I was keeping him pressed up against it so it doesn't fall. I was was walking out the same time as the world champ or whatever was, like, walking through, and the ring steward stops me, because I'm, like, (gasps) we're, like, converging, like, right at the exit together, and he goes, hold on, man, we're gonna need to wait. We need the world champion to be by ourselves so we can get, like, a picture or whatever, and I was, like, what? I was, like, I really feel quite belittled and very embarrassed (laughs) right now, but mark my words, peasants, I will be back next year, and you all will wait for me while I walk very slowly to the exit gate. Oh, my God. Gosh, I can't and believe if it's not that. a good picture, I will be upset. <laughs> we will try and try and try again until we get a good picture. Exactly. Oh, gosh. That's awful. Yeah. But, like, even just, like, looking, like, back 10, 12 years ago, I just remember, you know, being embarrassed as I was getting bucked around the arena at other shows, too. Like, it, it happens, to, I think, to everyone, no matter the level or the type of show that you're at. Yeah, looking back, I can definitely pick out points in time where I was really embarrassed by certain things, and 
now it's like I'm like okay well at least I'm embarrassed by like higher quality problems and it's it's almost like it's almost like the as you grow or like the more you learn the more things you can find that are embarrassing right as you start to find those like finer details and like what people are and aren't looking for it's easier to find like areas that like you think would be embarrassing mm-hmm. ignorance is bliss <laughs> yeah so I think being embarrassed is okay, is what I just tried to say there, but... Yeah, I think lost. if we I think if we have to nail down, like, a couple takeaways, number one is being embarrassed is okay, and number two is embarrassing moments happen to everyone. It just depends on what you make of them. Right. And then I think our third one kind of is embarrassment is really a perspective, right? You might find it really embarrassing, but someone else might look and be like, oh, yeah, man, that's just an average day for me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I know I was looking back on photos from all the classes and stuff. I don't know. It was like the 10th, 10th out of 10th or whatever. They were getting their photo taken as they were leaving or whatever. And it was just all smiles. Like, you know, maybe oh, she yeah. worked, maybe she worked all summer for that or all year for that and like absolutely shit the bed and got 10th out of 10th for some reason. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe she was just happy to be there and she, you know, she didn't even expect to, like, be able to show that class, and by golly, she's just happy to be there. Like, I think it really does come down to, like, your perspective. It might be embarrassing to you, but to everyone else, they're, it's not embarrassing. Yeah, no, there was this gal in the warm-up pen with me, I think after the horsemanship or something, and she was crying, and I, so I was trying not to look at her, because I didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable, (laughs) and my mom was standing there with me, and she, like, walked over and, like, handed her a Kleenex and just said, like, like, you know, like, are you like, do you need anything or whatever? And the girl was like talking to her really hushed and I didn't know what they're saying, but anyway, mom came back later and was like, oh, that girl was, I asked why, why she was crying. And she said, oh, you know, her horse like broke its leg or something like two weeks ago. So this is a whole new horse. And, you know, she was really sad because she'd worked so hard with her other horse. And, you know, here she's riding this horse that hasn't been ridden in like two years and whatever and so I was like oh my gosh like here I am upset because you know I felt like my horse wasn't crisp enough in his stop versus like here's this lady who has like this actual emotional like her horse is hurt and now she has to compete on a horse she doesn't know and like that's actually sad and like that's actually really hard you know so perspective yeah the thing that they will remember though Hmm. is my win picture. I was so excited about your win picture. I mainly got it, though. I really wanted to get it because I'll remember how many friends I have um, working (laughs) from home. (laughs) But yeah. Oh, my God. I think win pictures are a really interesting thing to look at. I think they can really tell you a lot about a group dynamic. If nothing else, it just shows you how incredibly awkward you can be on camera. Yeah. I never feel awkward in pictures unless it's a win picture. I don't I don't know why. You, did, you looked like a turtle in mine, honestly. <laughs> I did look like a turtle. <laughs> you know, like, what is the idea that's like, hey, let's get a horse in here and, you know, let's line up all this shit that they have won in front of them mm-hmm. and let's hope that they look at the camera and, like, let's make sure that we can, like, get it super high resolution so that we can see every single... <laughs> with them mind you i have like an 80 percent white horse okay and you're like well let's get the rider on there and then let's get the trainer all right 
anyone else? And I obviously felt like, yeah, let's get everyone, man. Like they were all here. Like, let's make it look like I've got friends, right? Like I'm paying them to be my friends. Might as well make them get in a picture. <laughs> and so let's add 10 more people in there and, you know, so on and so forth. And before you know it, I'm like looking over the photo later on and I'm like, there's just a lot going on in here. A lot of things are happening in this photo. There was 12 people in your win picture right? and two dogs and you. So there was 13 and a horse people. Six. So there was 16, three animals and 13 people to get squared away. There's no one that like really comes to mind when I think of like, oh man, like yikes. There's nothing that like automatically screams wow. Like I would, if I were to do another win picture, I would do it exactly the same way again. Mm -hmm. that's not a natural position for anyone no and you know what and i get it you know it's like you were buying the picture so the guy really wanted to make sure that like you and the horse were set up great you know but they don't give like a ton of direction to the people in the picture you know they're kind of like eh, stand stand closer or move out to your yeah. left or whatever and now we're gonna take 10 and hopefully you guys look okay yeah like hopefully you're all smiling you know, and it's like, oh, God. Like, why don't we give more direction to people? And so, like, shit, like, if I was, like, standing on the ground, I'd be like, please tell me, like, do I need to turn five degrees? Would I look more flattering if I, like, turned a little bit to the camera? Like, they're paying big money for this photo. Like, I should look good. They should look good. And then people will post those win pictures. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is just me, but I'll click on them and go, hmm, interesting. Oh, yeah, I'm a Zoomer. Like, I will zoom in on every single person in the picture and be like, oh, why is their hand so flat to their leg, you know? Yeah. Oh, why was she curling her fingers? Or, like, oh, man, like, I think that person blinked and they just photoshopped new eyes onto them. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I will... I wouldn't have worn that shirt or, you know, like, are they... Is that groping going? You know, just, like, all sorts <laughs> of stuff. Yeah, I definitely would not have worn my jeans with uh the ripped out zipper if i would have known there was gonna be a picture because i'm like i think they edited my zipper closed <laughs> thank goodness thank god they, there's like so many questions that go with it too like apparently you can like pick main side or not main side i guess that's another or like there's apparently there's like you can look at the horse or you can look at the camera and smile why would you ever look at the horse and smile like i get that's a halter thing but i don't i just don't get that I, I never noticed it until it was brought up when we were taking this photo. Now that it's been pointed out to me, I cannot unsee it. Yeah, it's it's baffling, you know? It's I like, just... was this horse sent from up above? Is this a prize that we should be looking at with, like, all, like, effort Like, possible? is this God's personal horse? <laughs> I missed it? Like, what is happening here? God, I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, was the horse naughty? And everyone was looking at it because they were afraid they were going to get taken out. And then the photographer took the picture and was like, hey, that, that actually looked cool. Like, let's, <laughs> let's do that. You know what I mean? Like, was that an accidental trend? Maybe that's how it happened because I feel like a couple of them that I've seen have, have been, like, everyone lined up on one side looking at the horse. Mm -hmm. That way they can all bail and pull the horse to one direction so that way when it's kicking everything, it doesn't kick the people on the other side. So that must have been how it happened. Probably why it's a halter thing. <laughs> Yeah, like, no other explanation other than, like, that's definitely what happened. Have you ever gotten any awkward wind picks? Well, I guess I was only in yours at this show, but, like, I definitely skirted out of the other ones because I was like, I can't have a bad picture right now. That'll put me <laughs> over the edge. I didn't 
Like, because you don't have to win to get them, you know? Exactly. I don't know. I think to make them sound, like, super fancy and super yeah. worthy, I mean, like, you're worthy of this picture. I not really get a win, but I got a win pick. I don't know. That's a, what would be a good name for a win picture instead? Here is photo evidence that I spent thousands of dollars at this show. <laughs> but Sherry, on the rest of my money pit Sunday. Yeah. You want to know where my money is? Right here. Because my right entry here. fees were in enough photo. <laughs> yeah, b- because I wanted to show everything that I blew money on. Here, my my year's salary in one photo. <laughs> You ask me what I do for fun? Here you go. Oh, fun? I thought you meant torture. <laughs> In general, though, I would do a win pick again. You looked good. Thank Dory you. Dory looked good. Dory looked phenomenal. My red nail polish really threw. See, like, that's the thing. As soon as you get the photo, you can, like, zoom in on anything and everything and be like, man, her back leg. <laughs> Why did I do that? As everything else. Or is that shirt really the shirt I should be wearing? Yeah, I always feel like I look so good, and then I see a picture, and I'm like, wow, okay, why, why did I spend $200 on that shirt? Like, that does not look good. Right. Or, like, why did I hike my pants up that high? Did I think it looked cool? No, because it looks like I have a camel toe. (laughs) Like, why did I do that? Yeah. It's embarrassing. I don't know. Or you see, like, someone else in the picture who's, like, obviously, like, not trying as hard as you, and they look so much better than you, and you're just like, okay. Well, the worst part about a win pick is, is you can't crop a win pick. Yeah, you really can't. Oh, weird. The win pick ends right there. Usually there's, like, a little bit more curtain or something, you know? Like, no, mm-hmm. you can't just be like, oh, excuse me, gonna win pick, gonna edit this person out quick. No. Or, like... Because, like, they have, like, the logos in the corner, too. So, like, if you cut one off, then it's, like, super yes. obvious. Or, like, imagine getting a win picture with, like, a significant other. And then, like, oh, you yeah. break up and you're like, shit, what do I do now? Yeah, and so then you're like, well, I guess that's just never going to be shown ever again. <laughs> Gotta own that embarrassment right there, I suppose, eh? Yeah. Like, I'm clearly a terrible picker. Couldn't, couldn't win a class, couldn't win a significant other over, so, you know, whatever. We'll just keep the trend on. We'll just keep going. Dear God. What's huh. next? You're obli- are you obligated to get a win picture the following year at the World Show or whatever show you go to? Just to, you know, update the Facebook profile or whatever profile picture with a new updated one. So the other day mm-hmm. I was um, with some people at the stalls, um, and we were talking about, like, worst-case scenario type stuff. So, to me, it started, uh, like, and I can speak from both sides of this, but, like, would you rather get run off in a pattern class, or would you rather get run off in a rail class, or would you, like, prefer to drag a heifer through a showmanship class? Like, which one of those would be, like, your worst case scenario, or is there worse ones out there? We're going to omit the driving, because that's just a whole nother bucket. Ooh. Um, go ahead. Trail where you miss every Ooh. obstacle or you just like freak out at something. If you and it's break. all just downhill. Oh wait, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, if you break the obstacles and it takes ten people coming out of the stands to fix them, yeah. Been there, done that. No, getting run away with like we're pretty relatable. Yeah. Um, considering that 
I've gotten run away with on the rail several times. Same. I I don't know that I've ever truly gotten run away. I almost got run away with in the bareback equitation because I gave her too many beans. Too but much I, Taco Bell. Yeah, too much Taco Bell for tea, man. I almost feel like it's easier to, like, cover up or, like, get it back under control that getting run away with on the rail. Hopefully they're looking at an effort horse during that, you know, piece that you're getting run away with. And you can just pull back with both hands for a second and get get, on the outside rail or something. Yeah. That's what I thought. But like to me the thought of getting and like I've gotten run away with on both occasions as well. Whenever I think of getting run away with on the rail, is it freaks me out knowing that there's gonna be like twenty other horses that I'm in the pen with that who knows am I gonna bump Yeah. You know, how much control do I really have? Am I driving a mild-mannered gelding right now, or am I driving a shark of a mare that's going to go and start lashing out at things? You know, <laughs> like, where am I on this spectrum of have no control? What can I expect? Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, so maybe getting run away with the pattern class would be better, because you can just quit, you know? Like, you can just, like, stop halfway in the middle and look over and be like, thank you, sorry, and then just get out. It's for the best. <laughs> I am. You can, you can stop scoring me now. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen people, like, start having, like, a meltdown in the middle of their pattern, and they just, like, turn and left, and they're like, thank you. I'm like, do you have to say thank you to the judges, or do you just, like... Or should it be, I'm sorry? Yeah, like, I would definitely say I'm sorry. Well, you know what? I'm not sure I would say I'm sorry. I'm gonna say, I apologize on behalf of my horse. They'll be better behaved for the next class. Excuse me, I need to go lunch. Yeah, you're gonna yell all that out. I'll communicate it, yeah. I'll get it Yeah. Just a one long look at the judges. <laughs> or it's like an open show and they just like casually look over and you're over there like lunging the shit out of your horse in <laughs> the grass field. <laughs> you're like going, going, going. They're like, oh god. No one else has been over there all day long. You're afraid they're gonna like twist an ankle or something in the bubbles or something and you're like, it's fine, we'll mow it down for everyone. We'll be here in a half hour. We'll make uh, give us a hot second. Been there. Um I remember someone telling me this, is there's, like, there's mule, m- m- mulesmanship, mm-hmm. where they ride a horsemanship pattern with a mule. Someone was telling me that, like, and this could be totally wrong, so, you know, if we have any followers, viewers, listeners that are mulemanshippers, let us know if this is, if we're far, if I'm far off base here. But mm-hmm. someone was telling me that, like, mules are so stubborn that, like, they have to be in the mindset and, like, willing to do a pattern, and so a lot of times in those pattern classes for the mules, they'll just stop, and they'll just be like, well, we're done, we, we gotta leave, sorry, like, my mule's not gonna do it. Like, I remember one time we were at a show, and I saw this girl, like, she wrapped her feet around and, like, pulled it back with her full body to, like, get it out of the arena so everyone else could keep going, <laughs> not even to, like, finish the pattern. <laughs> I was like, man, if this isn't me on a work day, I don't know what is. <laughs> oh my god, I've never, I've never heard that. It makes, I don't know, do mules like, because what, horses have 54 and donkeys have 52, so they have 53 then, and that's why they can't reproduce. <laughs> is it why they can't finish patterns? They're, they're just, either like, just pissed at the world that they missed out on the chromosome. 
I don't know. Someone who has mules, please write in and tell us why that. Yeah, maybe that they're happens. like a cat, or maybe they're like, nah, man, five o'clock. <laughs> I'm outie. God. Funny thing about getting this is, I mean, it's not really funny ever watching someone get run away with, but like in a pattern class, you watch and you're like, oh, that stop wasn't crisp. And you know, it's like the first like pattern. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they keep going. Is it supposed to be an extended chalk like that? Maybe, maybe it is. And then they're doing like a large circle and like they're loping a circle and then like mm-hmm. as the circle gets faster, then they're supposed to like do a corner or something and like it's all on the same lead now and we're counter cantering and we're doing all sorts of stuff and like mm-hmm. it piles and it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And you know there's a stop, but you know, all of a sudden we're running the we're on the home stretch from that third barrel <laughs> and we're just out the gate and you're like <laughs> No, I had that thought in the horsemanship that because you know, once you're like fifth or sixth but like there's a there's a pattern in the same and the dirt you know like you can yeah. see it and I'm going and I, I can see the tracks and I was kind of going on the inside track and all of a sudden I see like a set of footprints like jet out like and go like 10 feet further than anyone else and then like jet back and I was like oh my god like what happened like I hope and, you're okay <laughs> like are you good bro like what 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 happened there um so I felt really bad for whomever made those footprints because it was quite obviously an episode happening and then had to get railed back in, which I'm glad they got railed back in. One thing that kind of drives me nuts, and I do it too, is when people rationalize why they should have been placed higher in the class, you know, or like rationalize their placings whatsoever. Do you have a good story about that? Otherwise, I can jump in. I guess I don't have like a prime example but I definitely know what you're talking about like like whether or not you're like at a group with a group or like with some friends or like with a barn right I always think it's funny when people start to like rationalize their placings I really I don't like to do it just because I struggle to rationalize why I should be placed sometimes some people will just get a little out of hand with it you know Mm -hmm. they're like people will be like trying to like rationalize like why they should have been you know whatever whatever because they did so much whatever whatever and better and now they're out there riding like a three-legged horse you know and you're like no you shouldn't have been higher than what you were placed in the western pleasure like your horse is missing a leg like stop telling me that you should have been placed higher or no you shouldn't have been placed higher in the pattern you went off pattern you're lucky that you got a placing yeah no i totally get that like my favorite thing is when someone comes out of the class and is like, wow, my, you know, pivot was so much faster than that horse's pivot. So, you know, clearly I should have won. And it's like, um, okay, your pivot might have been better, but you forgot to stop. You didn't try. You did, you know, these eight things wrong where this horse did it better. You just don't like that you were third and not, you know, first. You know, yeah, like yeah. people go out there and they'll try to like point out, you know, the one thing they did better than the horse that won and it's like okay but the horse that won did yeah. x y and z better you know like, i can't i can't hear them over the ring steward putting the cone back where it belongs <laughs> yeah, like, i cannot hear over the sound of people clamoring out of the stands to <laughs> fix the trail pattern after you just demolish it but you're right your horse looked really cute going over the bridge because that was the only thing it couldn't break in the pattern <laughs> Like, I know I did it a couple times in the pleasure. Wait, that horse, like, came unglued in the far corner by the poster. They mm-hmm. must not have seen that, you know. I know a couple times I've, you know, gotten placed higher than what I wanted to, and I've come out of the arena and go, 
they must not have seen me two-handed. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, I started off the episode this week saying, like, but clearly my performance today was not indicative of being worthy of beating them today. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And I do think, you know, sometimes, like, after, you know, you're more familiar with the judge or judges, it, it can become easier to be like, you know, they just, they like the pleasure type, they like the faster movers, they like, mm-hmm. I understand that. You know, I agree. Sometimes judges are just wrong. Oh, yeah. No, totally. They don't like me. (laughs) But, um, right. To your point, like, understanding that, you know, it's just a win to be here. It's a win to, frankly, get your name called in the first place. Like, I know people, like, I know I will be so excited when I ever get, like, called back to, like, the finals or, like, get my name called in horsemanship um, Mm -hmm. or showmanship. If rationalizing your placing as to why you think you should have been higher is what keeps you maybe happy, satisfied, and keep coming back, that's fine. Because, you know, it's a subjective sport. But mm-hmm. be realistic about it. I think just understanding that at the end of the day, it is subjective and people see different things. So, you know, maybe the judge didn't see what you saw or they just missed something or they don't value what you value. Mm-hmm. But again, being realistic is important when rationalizing your placing. It's I think it's okay to definitely realize that, you know, you know, there wasn't a lot of difference between two and three, or, you know, there wasn't a lot of difference between four and five, or, you know, these other three judges placed everyone absolutely differently, and Mm -hmm. this one judge is way over here, ass backwards, and they just want me to believe that, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's perfectly fine to rationalize your placings as long as you're reasonable. Right, if you go into the trail, and your horse takes a bush with it when it's exiting, and you knocked over the gate on the way out... (laughs) Maybe, you know, rethink the fact that you think you should have been first or second. Unless everyone else did that, too. Yeah, unless no one else made it out without a bush in tow. I think you just need to be more realistic. And, you know, like, maybe you just had a completely off day. You know, like, maybe, you know, on a good day, those mistakes wouldn't have happened. And that's fine, but clearly it wasn't a good day. You know, like, everyone has, you know, everyone deserves to have their chance in the sun. By golly, don't spend too much time in the sun because that's how you get sunburn and skin so cancer. You get skin cancer. All right, folks, that is the end of episode seven. Check us out on, as usual, as usual, check us out on the Facebook and Instagram at Let's Define Win. Make sure you listen to episodes one through six. They're all just as awesome as this one. Again, if you guys want to do any shout-outs to your trainers and what you appreciate about them, or trainers in general, or yourself even, let us know. We're going to do our Thanksgiving and appreciation episode next week in honor of Thanksgiving and the show season wrapping up for everyone. Thank God. So with that, see you all, hear you all next week. And geek, make sure and geek, geek sure make sure to give us a follow, the likes, give us a review on whatever platform you can, or whatever platform you listen to. Get it. <laughs>